In this podcast, I share my journey of how I'm taking everything I learned about growing probiotics when brewing and fermenting foods and drinks like beer, kombucha, meat, sauerkraut, and using this wisdom to grow probiotics in my gut and improve my gut health. I'm your host, Jorge, a beer brewer turned health brewer. This is the Optimize Your Microbiome podcast. Welcome to another episode of the <clears throat> Optimize Your Microbiome podcast. So today we're going to be talking about what it really takes to get more energy and lose weight. So if you are interested in either one of those, then stay tuned because I'm going to go over pretty much everything that's really, um, you know, held me back, all of the challenges, how I've overcome the challenges and and really, what is it that you that you really have to do? Um, and, and I think that to kick it off, I really want to share a story about you know w- what are some of the things that happened when when I got started that made me realize um, how how big a, of an impact I could make with this information, and really why I decided to share a lot of this information. And it really started out when um, I, I I had this epiphany, right? I had this epiphany about, you know, gut health was pretty much everything that I was looking for. Okay, when it comes to getting energy, when it comes to losing weight, gut health is literally everything. It, it, it's everything that you're looking for. It's on the other side of that. Now, <clears throat> On on the first episode, uh, last episode, you know, I talked a little bit about how everything that I learned, I learned from fermentation, from brewing beer, and so it's a it's a very interesting topic, um, you know, to be learning this from because it was one of those things where prior to me starting my my own journey and deciding that hey, I want to you know go after this, um, I used to be like most people where I I used to think that hey. If I ever get sick, I'm gonna to go to the doctor and and I'm gonna have them, you know, look at me and tell me, you know, what to do, and I'm gonna rely on them, and and that was, you know, the case. But after going through this experience, I now realize that that's not a really smart thing to do nowadays. And I want to preface, you know, this by by saying that I don't think that doctors are necessarily bad people. I've met a lot of doctors and, you know, if you know my story, the uh, doctor that I was seeing when I was, you know, getting started, um, you know, he was a friend of mine. And this is really what shocked me, um, you know, when when I was going through this. And I think it's really another reason why it was kind of like a wake up call for me. It's because, you know, I, I didn't think that he intended to harm me. I didn't think that he was really lying to me in any way. But I realized that he just didn't have the training that I needed. And and so this is kind of what, you know, what I want to talk about today because it's really what got me started on this journey and it's the reason why I've taken on, you know, the the attitude that I'm going to be uh, you know, sharing with you as far as, you know, what it really takes to, you know, go through with this. And so um, you know, if you don't already know um, when I first started my journey, I basically went on a, um, you know, on a juice fast and at the time, um, you know, this is not the way that I recommend starting by the way, this is just how I started. This is, you know, me, you know, brand new, not really knowing anything about it, about this other than I just had like a, a few little theories, uh, you know, like a hypothesis and, and really like the big one was that, you know, from translating what I knew from brewing beer, which is, you know, way to grow probiotics and taking that knowledge into gut health, I realized, okay, if I want to grow probiotics, um, you know, in my gut, then I need to have, um, you know, clean and sanitized equipment, right? So that's the case in brewing beer. And it just made sense that it had to be the same in the body. I needed to clean and sanitize my gut, right? That's where your probiotics live. And so for me, it made sense to go on a juice fast because the whole concept behind that was that I was going to clean up my gut. 
Again, that's how I started and that's not how I recommend people start, right? I learned a lot of things by going through it. Um, but I went through that process. I had some results. Um, and so I went back and, and you know, I was talking to, to my friend. And, you know, there, there's a few things, um, you know, that, that happened. I, I've shared this story in the past, but one of them was I, uh, he invited me out to dinner and even though I was kind of like in the middle of my, you know, liquid fast, um, I decided to go because it was going to be him and, you know, a couple of his friends who were doctor friends, endocrinologists. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, I got to jump on this opportunity. I got a chance to talk to, you know, endocrinologists and kind of, you know, bounce some ideas and talk about what are some of the things that you know, that, that I'm doing that they maybe recognize. And so I start talking to, to these endocrinologists and, you know, start sharing with them my story about how I'm, I'm, I'm fasting and how I'm basically trying to grow probiotics in my gut. And they were kind of like just nodding their head and in a way they were kind of baffled and another way they were intrigued. And, and it just, made me realize because at the time, I mean, I'm, I'm on a fast. And if you've ever fasted for, you know, any period of time, you know, that the more that you fast, you get a lot of uh, mental clarity and, and, and you get to be very present. And so as I'm sitting there, I am very present and I start to observe things and I start to become aware and realize, you know, here I am sitting at this table with two endocrinologists who are very well known, um, you know, very successful. Um, I have my friend who is also a, a doctor, a family practitioner, and I'm looking at them eating fried foods, <laughs> foods in vegetable oils. And I'm just sitting there thinking that, you know, I don't think they know what they're doing with their body. And and, and interestingly enough, um, after a while, even my, my friend, he was asking me for advice on how to lose weight. And, and that's what I started to realize, like neither one of these people projected the health that I was looking for. And, and that's essentially the, the kind of stuff that when I started to realize that, I started to understand that I needed to take responsibility for my health and I could not trust anyone, just anyone, I should say, uh, because I do seek out, you know, health professionals. I do seek out mentors. There's just not many people that really, you know, understand this. And and I don't mean to say that in, you know, I, I, I want to say that as humbly as possible, um, but at the same time, I can't I can't hide the fact that I've been studying this information for over 10 years. And, and I think that that's important to understand because I've, I've shared a lot of this information. I've always told people that I don't consider myself a health guru. I'm not really trying to be a health guru, but I, I've wanted to like fix my gut issues. And, you know, this is the, the result, um, you know, after 10 years of studying this, um, you know, obviously I've, I've gained expertise and I may not know a whole lot about the body or biology or any of these, um, you know, things that people learn when they go to medical school, but I know a lot when it comes to growing probiotics, getting the body to produce energy and losing weight, because that's what my focus has been for the last 10 years. And, and I have the results, you know, to, to prove that. But anyways, when when I was, uh, go, you know, going through this and I went back to my friend, um, I basically asked him about diet and I asked him, you know, why, why don't you, you know, talk about this or, you know, I was almost like not, not necessarily like confronting him, but, but in a way kind of like bringing it up, like, Hey, like what, what's going on? Like, why don't you guys talk about diet? Um, and, and his response was, you know, even if I were to talk about diet, people that come to me, the, all they want is for me to give them a pill so they can go on their way. Okay, that was his answer. And when I heard that, I realized, you know, you can't just put all the blame on them because I feel like 
a lot of people, and this has been the case also for people that have come to me for help, is that I realized that a lot of people have, you know, what I call the pill mentality, where they just want one thing, like a simple little tweak, like a, a little pill that is just going to fix all their problems overnight. And and I realized that that's not the case, but it just made sense why the way that the system is set up, it's it's so bad, and why. It makes sense why, you know, in his case, this is why oftentimes you go to a doctor and you only get 15 minutes with them. It's because they don't really need to, you know, listen to you much. They just know that they're going to, you know, give you a pill and kind of send you on your merry way. And as I started to understand that this is the system that we're on and this is not what I was looking for, then I, that's when I realized that, hey, I need to take responsibility for my health and I'm no longer going to outsource my health to other people. And so when people ask me, like, what does it really take to get more energy and lose weight? This is the very first thing. It's it's an attitude. It, and I can't describe it any other way, but it's this attitude. It's It's a decision. You have to make this decision that you are going to take control of your health, no matter what, no matter what happens. It is on you. And what I mean by that is you can go out and seek professional help. You can go seek out health professionals, gurus, um, you know, any anyone that you feel, um, you know, actually cares about helping people and healing people, um, people that have results, people that have been trying to fix their own issues. But at the end of the day, no matter where the advice comes from, including stuff that you hear from me. Okay, and I, and I got to say this um, you know, openly because as I share a lot of this information, I, I realize that you know, I'm, I'm recording this in you know, February 2023, and I'm going to do my best to give you, you know, the, the best information that I can share. But no matter what, I am evolving every single day I study. I continue to improve. And so I'm pretty sure that I'm going to look back five years from now and listen to some of these podcasts and be like, huh, I said that, huh, I need to update that kind of thing. And it's happened because I go back to some of the uh, videos that I put out, you know, just within the last couple of years. And I have a lot of great information in some of those videos, but there's some information that I look back and, and I think about it. And I'm like, you know, it, I, I know what I was trying to say, but now I've gained new knowledge and, and there's things that, you know, I've, I, I've, I've shifted my, my perspective a bit, you know, there's different things that I'm learning about. There's, you know, different things that, um, you know, that, that, that I've learned there's improvements. Okay. It's not that some of the information is bad necessarily, but sometimes I share something that I thought was good, but now I found something that's even better. Right. And so no matter what, you have to understand that health is your responsibility. And I'm showing up here live, sharing with you everything that I'm doing. I, I did this in 2019, where I went live every single day on my Facebook page. And, and that was probably one of the best um, representations of what it really takes to get a result. Because when I started that, I was coming off a you know, a, a bad season where I wasn't exactly being as good with my diet as I could have been. Um, in fact, like I remember um, one of the reasons why I decided to go live on, on Facebook was because that's when I set that one goal of, you know, I wanted to see my six pack abs. And, you know, at the time I had never, never seen my abs in my entire life. Hey, never, ever. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And, and, and I thought that like the best way to do it was to basically tell the world, <laughs> like put myself out there to, you know, have some accountability because that's one of the problems, you know, with a lot of people is like, there's no accountability. There's no one really, um, you know, keeping you accountable, making sure that you do the things that you stay consistent. And so, it's one of the things that I had to do because I didn't have a coach or anyone, um, you know, guiding me through this because I was essentially really trying to bring some of my theories and hypotheses to life. And it was a brand new concept that I just don't know anyone who teaches this kind of stuff. 
And so I wanted to share it all. And so 2019, every single day I went live and I shared every single thing that I was doing every day. I was showing people like, hey, here's, you know, here's my probiotics. Here's my little smoothie. Here's my blue green algae. Here's my water. Here's my meal for the day. Um, basically, I was sharing everything that I was doing, you know, inside of that Facebook page. It was the first time that I ever created my boot camps. Um, you know, the first ever version of the boot camp is called Hormone Bootcamp. It's on that page. And and the, the interesting thing is that even though I share a lot of this information for free, I, I've realized that it's not about having the information because, you know, after 10 years of sharing this over and over and, you know, giving people everything that I do, right? I tell people all the time, like I work on hydration, I work on my vitamin D, I work on nourishment, no matter how many times I repeat it. Every time that I work with someone that, you know, when I'm coaching, I realize like people aren't doing the things that, you know, that I share. And, and so I realized that, hey, it's not just about knowing the information. It's about having this attitude. It's, it's having a desire to actually get the, the result. And, and I think one of the best ways that I can describe the difference between my attitude and the attitude that I feel people, um, you know, have it's, it's, you know, it's not, it's, I call it the pill mindset on one way, but, you know, to maybe give you a different example that might help you understand it. It's almost like the lottery mentality, right? If someone were to win the lottery, they may get a lump sum of cash but, you know, they say a lot of people that win the lottery, they end up worse in just a few years because they don't have good spending habits. They don't have, they don't have a good relationship with money and they did not, they didn't learn how to earn that money. They just kind of like got it and they just like they got it, they they blew it. And, and, and the thing about that, and, you know, I heard, uh, you know, one of my mentors once say, said that the, you know, when, when you make a million dollars, the biggest reward is not in the getting of the million dollars. The biggest reward is in becoming a million dollar earner. It's becoming the type of person who can earn that amount. And it's and it's that it's that becoming the type of person. That is the attitude. So when it comes to gut health, okay, I can give you recipes. I can give you, um, you know, little tips and tricks and you know whatever but you know if, if i were to like somehow be able to like package everything that i do into a recipe that i can just share with you that will be almost like giving you a lottery ticket and you know you go get a result but then if you don't become the type of person to you know care about your body then it's only a matter of time that, you know, before you go back to your old habits and end up gaining weight and end up with low energy, with poor sleep, because you haven't learned to become the type of person. And, and that's really, you know, one of the things that I believe is, you know, what it takes. It's the, it's an attitude, right? That's about the only way that I can explain it. It's an attitude. And the more that you get it, the more that you study this material, you're going to understand that. Yeah. Like it's, it really is a matter of like, you know, there, there's so many challenges. And this is one of the reasons why I share a lot of this information, by the way, it's because I know that a lot of things that I do aren't exactly, it's not that they're not easy, but they're just not convenient. And it's not even that they're not convenient. They're only not convenient because our society, our culture has created habits and systems that cater to a lot of bad things, right? You go to the grocery store you can't find good food at the grocery store. Like that, that's the thing. It's like, it's, it's not that what I do, it, it, it's hard as like the grocery store should not have, you know, this food that is basically poison. It, it's food that is not real food. It's unfertile food. It's pasteurized food. Like it, have you gone to the store and just noticed like there's no such thing as seeded fruit anymore? Like pretty much every fruit out there is seedless. Seedless is basically unfertile fruit. There's a huge, you know, spiritual war, if you want to call it that. Um, you know, there, there's a whole thing going on where 
you know, it's almost like an attack on fertility. And this is one of the things that became very obvious to me because I realized that one of the things that was, you know, wrong with, you know, with me and a lot of the issues that I was having was low vitamin D, right? Low vitamin D was at the root cause of, you know, my low energy and a lot of these issues that I had going on, gut issues. Um, you, the strength of your immune system is directly correlated to your vitamin D levels, meaning that if your vitamin D levels are low, your immune system is going to be weak. If your vitamin D levels are high, then your immune system is going to be strong. Your immune system is basically probiotics. It's the probiotics that live in your gut. It's your gut flora, right? So when I understood that, it just made so much sense because I, I realized like, okay, this is why my body is not producing hormones. So it's not that it's not that your thyroid isn't producing hormones, right? And I, and I try to tell people this, it's like, you can, you know, your thyroid could very well be working just fine. It could just be that, your your sex organs aren't producing the hormones that are needed for all the other hormone productions that your body needs. And so there's there's a lot of things that you know that go into um you know into the way that your body works. But you know, at the end of the day, it it's really not about just knowing everything. Um and and you know, having all this knowledge necessarily, um, it's the attitude that no matter what happens, no matter what you're going through, you're going to continue to push forward because even as, you know, today, you know, this is like over 10 years since I've been, you know, messing around with this information, learning, um, I'm still learning. I, I still, I still make, you know, mistakes. I still, um, you know, I'm, I'm not always perfect with my diet, right? I think that's super important for me to share with people because oftentimes people seem to, I don't know, maybe put me on a pedestal and think like, oh my God, like you're so good and um, you don't eat any bad stuff. And you know, if you, if you were to actually see, um, you know, what I eat on a daily basis, like I'm not always a hundred percent. Like, yeah, I eat way better than most people, maybe. But it's not always like, you know, just it's not about perfection, right? But the other side of that, okay, the other side of that is that I know what I need to be doing. I know what are the things that I need to focus on. I think this is one of the things that surprises a lot of people when when they when they work with me and you know, when I'm coaching people, is oftentimes people feel like I'm going to look at their diet and, and I don't know, like scold them or, or say like, no, you shouldn't be eating this or that or whatever. Um, it, it's interesting because I always tell people, it's like, here's the deal. Um, I'm not going to tell you not to eat stuff that you already know you shouldn't be eating because most people, they already know. Most people will like, you know, they'll show me like, hey, this is what I ate. And I know like I there there was a, a work event and they brought donuts and whatever. I shouldn't have had one. And, and you know, I'm not going to tell us like, hey, you know, you don't do that because people already know like that's not that's not really like what what I'm there for. Um, You know, usually like what I'm there for is to let people know, OK, here are the things that I have focused on that as long as I continue to focus on, like if I get off track, if I eat something that I'm not supposed to, if I go on vacation and, and I can't seem to have access to the foods that I typically have, then I know that if I want to get back on track, it's super simple because all I have to do is just go back to focusing on my hydration levels. What am I doing to boost my vitamin D? And what am I doing to really nourish my body? Like those are like the top three things. Now, really, what is the hardest thing? Okay, the hardest thing for, for a lot of people is what I call discernment. And, and discernment is, this is really kind of like that, that gauge that, that I've been using to measure people's understanding about whether or not they understand, you know, the, the, um, the principles, the the core of you know the 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 way that I think uh, about diet, because 
you know, I made sure things like when, when I hydrate, I use minerals. Well, what kind of minerals? Um, you know, if I say salt, okay, there's good salt, there's bad salt. Do you have the discernment to be able to tell good salt from bad salt? Because that's what's going to make a big difference. If I tell you that I drink bone broth, do you have the discernment to tell good bone broth from bad bone broth? If I tell you that I drink milk, do you have the discernment to tell good milk from bad milk? If I tell you that I eat eggs, do you have the discernment to know good eggs from bad eggs, right? These are the things that are, are this is probably like the hardest thing, but at the same time, it's one of those areas where I believe that if you have that attitude of, you know, no matter what happens, I know that I'm going to figure this out. And if you start to narrow your focus on your diet, okay, because when I share my diet, my goal is not to get people to eat what I eat. My diet isn't necessarily the best diet. Like I'm not showing up here telling you, it's like, oh, eat what I eat because that's the best thing, right? You'll hear gurus say like, hey, you know, this is what I eat and this is the best food to eat and this is what you should eat. Well, no, there's a lot of differences. I mean, one of the things that I'm becoming aware of, you know, nowadays, and it's something that I'm going to be, um, you know, studying, you know, again, as part of my learning process and as part of my evolution, um, one of the things that I've realized is that there's a difference between a male diet and a female diet because males, we run on a 24-hour cycle where, you know, our hormone production, it's every 24 hours, we're basically kind of like starting over, but females run on a 28-day cycle and so there's different timing for some of the foods. Now, I have some understanding on the whole hormone production thing to where I believe that I can help you know, more women um, figure out a way to tailor their diets so that they're in tune with, with their cycles. And again, these are little nuances and different things where you know I've mentioned in my programs, one of, one of the observations I've made is that I've realized that most males tend to do better on an animal-based diet. However, it's important for males to also include plant-based foods for detoxing and pH balance, and they should probably consume more vegetables and or plant-based foods than they, than they think to be able to balance. Um, on the other hand, I've also noticed that a lot of uh, females tend to do a lot better with plant-based foods but they also need animal-based foods for hormone production and to be able to balance pH, right? And so this is kind of like that dance that, you know, we're all playing with. And so my goal, that's why it's not, hey, watch what I eat and eat exactly as I eat because that's the best. That's not, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to help you understand, you know, if I share what I eat, I don't want you to copy what I eat. I want you to copy my thinking patterns. I want you to understand that the reason why I hydrate is because I know that you need water and minerals to digest food. That's a principle that no matter if you're male or female, it's the same. It applies the same no matter what. It's not just in humans, it's in brewing beer. In order for me to brew beer, I had to take grains and soak them in water and minerals because that's what started the digestive process. That's how I would convert starch into sugar. Water and minerals, that's how you take a seed and you sprout it, right? That's how uh, an acorn becomes an oak tree. That's how seeds out in the desert, you know, bloom into wildflowers in, you know, in March, right? When all the rain from the wintertime, you know, it gets all the, all the soil wet, right? That's your water, the minerals in the soil. And then when you reach that temperature, like that nice, 75, 80 degree temperature, like the desert blooms. These are the things that it's, these are principles that apply no matter what, but now you have to like take that and apply it towards your current situation, right? I, I also shared with people, you know, like the things that I did in the beginning are not the same things that I'm doing now, right? When I started, I had a hard time digesting uh, protein, meat, um, I had a hard time digesting fats. Um, you know, a, a big reason for that is because, you know, obviously, as as you may know, I was a 
a beer brewer. So I was drinking a lot of beer and I pretty much damaged my liver from all the uh, drinking. And your liver is basically where a lot of your fat, um, you know, digestion, um, you know, happens. And, and so if you have, um, you know, damage, you know, damaged liver, um, eating fat is not going to be easier, but it's not going to digest it uh, properly. Um, you know, I had elevated li uh, liver enzymes. Um, I had a hard time getting energy from, from fat. So if I try to do a keto diet back then, if I try to eat what I eat now, which is a very uh, fat heavy, um, you know, diet, um, you know, a lot of saturated fat from, um, you know, ground beef, avocados, um, you know, coconut oil, that sort of stuff. If I were to try to eat that back then, man, like I think, I think my, my body would have, you know, hated me. Um, but I understood that I needed to get my body to digest fat so that I could not only burn fat and get lean, but also because that's really what's happening with a lot of people. A lot of people that have low energy, a lot of people that have all of these um, metabolic issues, a lot of those stem from the inability to burn fat as a source of fuel. So <clears throat> the attitude that, that, that I had throughout this whole time was that no matter what, no matter what, I'm, I'm going to figure it out. And if it wasn't for that attitude, I don't think that I would be here today because there, there were so many things that I didn't know um, that I, I had to figure out that I, I was literally reading brewing books and trying to make sense of like, how, how can I apply this to like gut health? Because I couldn't really, um, I, I didn't really hear a lot of, you know, the stuff that, um, that I share, um, you know, nowadays a little bit more common, but like, I remember back in 2012, um, there wasn't many people talking about mitochondria function, for example, and and that's something that I read in a brewing book, and it was a book that it was it's so hard to read. It's it's such such a uh, technical book. I mean, the name of the chapter is called uh, the thermodynamics of um, of beer. It's and it's it's so it's so funny that I, I go back to some of these books and I'm like, wow, I can't believe like I read about this stuff here. Now I hear a lot more people talk about that kind of stuff. Um, but the, you know, the, the, the point that I'm making here is that I I've made this topic as simple and I continue to make it as simple and easy to understand. But again, if you don't have that attitude that, Hey, you know what, maybe I don't fully get it right now. And, and it's okay if you don't, because, you know, it took me over 10 years to get to where I'm at. So if you're learning this and you're a year, two years into your journey, um, and, and you're expecting to know everything that I know, I mean, it's, that's kind of unfair on, on you to, to demand that of yourself. But if you instead take on, you know, the, the, the other attitude that I really want to share today is perseverance. Where if you understand that as long as you keep showing up, as long as you continue to review this material, you're going to pick up on little nuggets here and there. And it's those little things that they start to click where, you know, maybe before you didn't understand, okay, there's minerals that I need to add to water, but there's a difference between adding a little bit of minerals and adding a lot of minerals and understanding that when you're trying to digest fat, you're going to use a lot more salt, a lot more minerals, because that's what that's what's required for fat digestion. It's different than carb digestion, but just that little nuance. Okay, you, you may have been following me for years, and this may be the first time that you catch that, and it's okay. You know, even though I've I've mentioned it a few times in in, in various videos. There may be times where you're listening and you're like, wait, I didn't know that before, but now that I know it and you start to apply it, you start to actually play with that information, all of a sudden you start to get better. And that's the thing. It's like health is a skill. Health is not a series of recipes. Health is not a, a pill. Health is a skill. And 
one of the, you know, really like this is my biggest wish for you is that you come to terms and realize that, hey, if this is a skill, just like basketball, the only way you're going to get better is if you practice every day, if you dribble, if you do your free shots, if you continue to practice, the, it's it's about getting, you know, if, if, if we're talking about karate, you know, hit the mat. Okay, when you're there, if, if you are showing up every day and practicing, if we're playing guitar, practicing your scales, right? It's showing up every day. You know, I can, you know, if, if you want to learn music, I always tell people, you only need to learn seven notes, do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. But now you have to practice. Like that's pretty much about all you need to know when it comes to music, but you still have to practice. And the only difference between someone that can't play music and a rock star is hours upon hours upon hours of practice. And when it comes to what I'm trying to teach, this is what I've come to realize. This is why like, it doesn't matter how much I share, how, you know, I can give you everything, all the recipes I can give you, um, you know, everything that you need to know. But at the end of the day, if you don't practice, you're not going to improve. And, and this is where the challenge is because how do you know if you are practicing the right things? This is where I think I have that edge where some of the things that I do, I, I, I'm really leaning on a lot of my uh, beer brewing experience and there's there there's just so many details um that you know it can sometimes seem overwhelming to to some people um but at, at it's really it's it's really not that hard it's just that people don't have the uh you know the experience um but there there's there's a lot of well let me take a step back because there, i feel like there's a lot of things that are going on okay when i teach people about you know how to go about their diet um one of the things that I've I've become aware of, and and this is not your fault. It's not um, you know I I had to overcome this. It's this unschooling process, okay. And and let, let me see if I can convey this message because a lot of people are not aware of that. You know the way that we a lot of people, especially anyone that grew up in the public education system, there's something that happens when you go through that system. And part of that system is that we're essentially trained to have, we have this like urge to be right because we don't want to get that F, okay? It hurts, it's painful to make a mistake. We don't wanna sound dumb. We don't wanna sound stupid in front of our peers. And, and there's shame involved with that if you don't know about something. And we grow up thinking that, the best way to learn is to pass a test and get everything right. And, and that is something that I've noticed with people is that when people are, are talking to me about gut health, you know, even though, again, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't show up as like, you know, being this, you know, guru or, or whatever, like I, I really do my best to like humble myself and, 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 you know, meet people where, where they're at, but I also, also at the same time, like if, you know, I've been studying this for 10 years and then I have someone, you know, comes coming to me and they hear me talk a little bit about gut health and growing probiotics. And as soon as I mention anything, it's almost like people want to show me that they know something about it. Right. Like also, I'll start someone's like, oh yeah, like I, I grew up probiotics in my gut and I help people with it. And people like almost, they try to find something that they do. It's like, oh yeah, like I take probiotics or I drink kombucha or, you know, like they, they want to like show that they also know because they don't want to seem like they don't know. And, and, and I think that that is something that we need to learn to let go and, it's the reason why I tell people I'm not a guru, I'm a student. Because I know that as much as I know, there's still a lot more to learn. I have so much to learn. It's 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 overwhelming. But I know that no matter what, I'm gonna live in this body. And so it it behooves of me to actually get good 
at learning how to take care of the body. Like, this is what I realized. I mean, I was 28 years old when I was going through a lot of these issues, low energy, poor sleep, my hair falling off, gaining weight, no matter what I would try to do. And I realized back then I'm like, man, is this what aging is like? I'm only 28 years old. I feel like I'm 84. I was almost afraid to get older because I was already not feeling good. And so the way that I look at this is that why not learn? Because if I'm going to live in this body, I don't want to suffer. I don't want to be in pain. I don't want to have to rely on pills. You know, these are like some of my motivations. I I used to see, you know, grandma when she was, um, you know, going to all these doctors and, you know, she started like getting, you know, pills for, you know, one thing and that kind of like messed up something else in her body. Next thing you know, she's taking two or three pills and then after, you know, a few weeks, she's on like four or five, six. And like, next thing you know, like she's carrying like an entire bag of like, literally, like, I think she was taking at one point, like 12 different prescriptions. And I'm like, this is what a lot of people go through. And this is what people think they have to go through. And it's just not the case. Right. But again, whose responsibility is it? Like if a, if a doctor tells you that that's what you have to do, it's on you to accept that or reject that. And that's, I think, that one area where a lot of people have yet to accept responsibility for their own health. They're still waiting for someone else to tell them what to do. They're still outsourcing their health to other people. And when, you know, When they talk to me, this is why another reason why I tell people like, hey, you know what, I'm not a doctor and I'm very open about that and telling people that I'm a beer brewer. I know how to grow probiotics because I learned how to brew beer and I studied fermentation. And what I do is I teach people fermentation. Why do I do that? Really, it's because I don't, even if I could, which I can't, I can't do this for people because I'm not there with you. I'm not there every day watching what you eat, what you drink. You're the only person that has control over what goes into your body every single day. But even if I could, even if I were to be there every day, if I were to do this for you, I would be disempowering you from knowing how to take care of your own body and my biggest wish for you is that you learn how to take care of your own body so that nobody tells you what to do with your body so that you are the one person that shows up and says you know I know what's best for my body and 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 that you feel empowered to do that because you're going to have the results and this is why I focus on helping people create a success story where People figure it out on their own. I guide them. I basically take the principles, the thinking patterns that have helped me, but everyone does it slightly different. This is what's pretty, uh, you know, what's been pretty amazing, um, you know, over the last few years that, you know, I've, I've worked with people and I've helped people go through this process is that everyone follows a slightly different diet, but they they all adapt, they all adjust in, in their own ways. And and this is the other one that um, I, I believe that it's it, it's been a, a huge challenge, but it's also been what's allowed me to to grow and understand um, you know a lot of things. It's the fact that I've I've had that advantage of getting to know a lot of you, a lot of people from all kinds of different backgrounds. When I started sharing a lot of this information, I was you know sharing my story, which, you know, when I started, I was told that I was going to have to take hormones for the rest of my life. And a lot of people that found me found me because of, you know, thyroid related issues. And after a while, you know, I I think, I don't know, word started to get out to other groups. And next thing you know, I was talking to people with all kinds of gut issues, some of these issues that I've never even heard of. Um, but as I talked to people and kind of started to see the, you know, the, the similarities and the overlap, um, I became aware of, you know, certain different things. And I realized that, Hey, there's no one size fits all at the end of the day, it, 
it is everyone's on the same goal. And the goal is you're going to grow healthy probiotics. And, and that is a recipe. That is a formula. It's, it's going to be the same for everyone, meaning that you got to be hydrated. You have, you got to have a clean gut. You got to boost your vitamin D. You got to nourish. Um, but there's, you know, the differences are in what's living in your gut currently, right? There's some people that have different types of bad bacteria, different types of parasites, right? There's people that have the type of bad bacteria that creates so much toxins that it, it makes you gain a lot of weight and you can't lose it no matter what. But then there's people that have other kind of bad bacteria that basically eat up everything to the point where you have a hard time gaining weight, right? Your, your body's basically, you know, shrinking because even if you eat nourishing food, your body cannot absorb it, right? You, both of these issues is the same. You have bad bacteria in your gut. How are you going to grow healthy probiotics? You got to go through the process of cleaning out your gut, hydrating, boosting vitamin D. It's the same, but you're starting from a different place, right? There's people that, you know, maybe, um, you know, took on a, a round of uh, antibiotics and you wiped out your entire gut flora, um, you know, well, maybe not all, but like you wiped out certain strains of probiotics that are important for functions like, um, you know, there, I know there's people that have um, histamine intolerances because they don't have, um, you know, strains of, of probiotics like bifidobacterium and others where, you know, if you were to eat fermented foods, um, you know, your body goes haywire, right? And so it's not that fermented foods are bad for you, but if you're going to consume fermented foods, you got to make sure that you're first introducing the probiotics that you're missing that are going to keep you from, um, you know, uh, getting like that, those kind of reactions to a histamine, right? So again, that's a unique scenario that's not going to apply to everyone, but there's people that are going through that. Um, there's people that, you know, they're, they're, they may have, um, um, a hard time digesting fat. There's people that don't have a hard time digesting fat. Both of them are going to do well by moving into a diet where you're able to burn fat as a source of energy. But obviously the person that can't digest fat needs to work on their fat digestion. So they got to do other things first in order to be able to do some of the things that, um, you know, that, that we do. And, you know, when it comes to like the advanced, um, you know, techniques to produce hormones and, and burn fat and lean down. Right. So these are the little nuances where like, if you study fermentation, okay. The only reason why I know and understand all of these different scenarios is because I understand fermentation. So the solution to everyone is that it's study fermentation. Right. And so, I can't do it for everyone. I can, I can help everyone, but at the end of the day, it's this is where I need you to take responsibility for your health. And obviously, I'm here as a guide. So, like, if you need help understanding material, like I do, make myself available. Um, but this is the other this is the other side that you know I've I've been thinking about, and you know, one of the reasons why I've been going about teaching my material the way that I've been teaching is because. I need to make this material available and put it into a format where people can figure this out without me because in order for me to help people, it's it's so time consuming that I can only help a handful of people. I mean, I have a goal to create, you know, help create a thousand success stories. Um, I'm on six, I'm working on success story number 12. <laughs> and this is since uh 2020. So at the rate that I'm going, I'm probably going to be like 300 plus years old before I hit that goal. So I need, I need a different way to, um, you know, to, to help leverage and, and, um, you know, be able to like help out more people. Um, but you know, I, I can't at the time I'm trying to figure it out. I'm, I'm looking for, I'm always looking for ways to help more people. Um, but you know, again, this is, this is why, for this episode, I think that the most important thing that I can share with you is this attitude thing where even, even if, if I were to not exist, all you need to know is that everything that you're looking for, everything is on the other side of you 
learning and understanding fermentation. I believe that fermentation is wisdom. I believe that it's what's been hidden from us. I believe that that's what we should have been taught in school. I believe that that's what doctors should be learning in school. Remember, I mentioned that doctors, I don't think that they're bad people. I think that they're just in a bad system. Modern day doctors don't learn how to make their own medicine. That's what doctors used to learn. That's what they used to know how to do. They used to know about this kind of stuff. Nowadays, they're essentially just sales reps and pushers for you know big pharma. And if you don't want to be part of that system, then you have to take responsibility for your health and you have to actually learn about fermentation because fermentation is how you actually get to make your own medicine. Plant medicine is, you know, it's it, it's it's an important topic. I, I think that, and I'll probably have to like do a full uh, podcast on, on plant medicine alone. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think that plant medicine is necessarily something that, you know, we really need to um, know. Like it's it's one of those things where like, Yes, it's it's important to know, but if we were to just be able to like take care of our bodies, we wouldn't even have the need for plant medicine or medicine at all. We we would just take care of our body day in and day out. And when you do that, there's no need to be healing anything because you're not breaking anything. The only reason why you need medicine at times is because you break things because you're not good with things. And again, I'm not always good with things, but understand that the more that I learned about this, the more that I started to resonate with, um, you know, certain, um, you know, teachings and scriptures, like, um, you know, don't you know that, you know, that your body is a temple. And the more that I read and study that verse, that scripture, I realized that, yes, the body is a temple, and we need to learn how to take care of it. And I don't know about anyone else, but I don't have a body manual. This is essentially like the, my own body manual that I'm creating. Like, how do you take care of the body? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. And, and I just know that with the current knowledge that we have, we're not doing a good job at it. Um, the food that's available, it doesn't make it easy. And that's the reason why we have to understand that no matter what happens, we just have to figure it out. We have to just, you know, get get it done. Um, I would say this one last thing, you know, as I as I wrap up, I you know just moved to uh, Colorado from Arizona, and I'm having to recreate a lot of the uh, you know networks, I guess that I, that I've had, you know, in the past. Um, you know, in Arizona, I knew where to go get raw milk from. Um, I had places where I could go buy eggs, you know, from from people that would grow their own eggs. Um, you know, here in Colorado, I, I have to start over from scratch and, and figure it out. And, you know, a lot of people sometimes, you know, they see what I eat and they're like, well, I don't, I don't, you know, they don't sell that kind of food at, at the store or, you know, what, whatever. And, 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 and I tried to tell people, it's like, you know, it took me a while to get to where I'm at. And I think that the important thing about doing this and, and taking care of your diet is that if you start to narrow down and write down what you eat on a day-to-day -day basis, if you start to plan it out, it's going to get easier because you're going to actually know and understand like, okay, if this is what I eat, all you have to do is start going through all the ingredients for the things that you eat on a day-to-day on -a -day basis and just start to improve one at a time, right? Like kombucha, that was a big one for me. I used to not brew my own kombucha. I used to go to the store and, and I used to try to find good kombucha until I realized like no matter what, and I will say, well, I will say this, um, back then there was a brand, I was called High Country Kombucha um, that was decent. Um, I, I wouldn't even say it was good. It was good because it had like a, an actual like heirloom scoby and, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't know if kombucha is good. I get this asked quite a bit as far as kombucha, you know, if the kombucha that you're getting is good, if you can brew another batch off of that kombucha, because if it has a scoby, you'll be able to grow a whole new batch from scratch. 
And a lot of people don't know about this, but um, sometime in 2015, 17, somewhere around there, um, there were some changes in, in the food industry world where kombucha had to be labeled as an alcoholic beverage because had, you know, even though it has a trace amount of alcohol, um, they, they, they had to like label it. And, and it created like this whole issue where a lot of these companies that were making really good kombucha, they essentially went out of business, um, including the one that I used to get. Um, and the only ones that kind of like survived, they're, they're just not really, they're, they're just not good. And, and, and the other thing that you would know, like if, when you start brewing your own is kombucha is only, you know, it only lasts I don't know, maybe five to 10 days um, before it turns into vinegar-like because it continues to, you know, ferment. Um, and you go to the store and you wonder, like, you know, some of these are sitting there for for days and weeks. And you wonder, like, the reason why they're shelf-stable is because they're either pasteurized or they they add some sort of, like, enzymes but essentially, they they're no longer the the probiotic drink that you're looking for, and so this was one of those things that I knew that I was going to be drinking, and because I knew that I was going to drink it consistently, even though yes, it is work to brew my own and you know have this continuous brew going. Um, it's you know it's something that I decided you know what this is important to me. And so I'm just going to, you know, learn how to brew my own and just get into that habit of, you know, brewing my own, um, you know, kombucha. And I will say that the more that you start to take on this attitude and approach to the foods that you eat, the more you're going to start to find yourself avoiding all the bad food because you're just not going to have time for that. And this is, I guess, one of the differences between, you know, people that are coming, uh, you know, to this information at first, where they start to look at what I do, and it's almost like the exact opposite of what they do. And then they're like, well, I don't have time for what you do kind of thing. And and it's interesting, because I look at them, and I'm like, well, I'm the opposite, like, I do all of this good stuff, so that I don't have time to eat bad stuff. And that's a shift that that you somehow have to make where you're you're used to all these habits you're used to your eating habits you the foods that you eat and everything to where you feel like i don't have time or money for that approach and instead you need to be thinking about how do i start to incorporate that and fill like if you were to like look at my kitchen if you were to look at my refrigerator my freezer there's like nothing but good food there and I don't have room for bad stuff. I don't have room for foods that are infertile, that have vegetable oils, that are, you know, not good, you know, for me. That was a transition, okay? It took years to make it happen. But again, at the end of the day, I knew like I had that goal and I knew like I'm going to figure out how to get more energy and lose weight. And as long as you continue to progress and get better every single day, then it is going to happen. So I really hope that, you know, this, that this podcast has been helpful in, in the sense that, that you get that, that mindset, the attitude that you're going to need, because we're in, in future episodes, we're going to get into a lot more nitty gritty. We're going to start talking about a lot more specifics on like hydration, on vitamin D and nourishment, um, you know, little things that I do, um, you know, advanced, you know, skills, techniques, whether it's, you know, fasting, it's, you know, how do you find foods that help increase you know, the telomeres of your DNA to basically increase longevity, you know, other things that I'm learning um, that that go beyond just getting more energy and lose weight, things that have to do with like learning how to take care of your body so that your body just feels young so that you you like the way that you look in your body, your body's able to recover. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 39 going on 40 this year. And it's so 
interesting that I'm like learning how to do handstands and, you know, at, at like at this age and, and I'm like, I'm having fun because I'm able to get upside down and, you know, hold my entire weight with, you know, just my hands. Um, it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's almost like, I feel like I'm getting, you know, younger when a lot of my peers at my age are aging faster and faster. Um, and it doesn't have to be that way. But again, all these things that I'm going to be sharing, they're, they're really not going to mean nothing if you, if you don't take responsibility for your health, if you don't have this attitude that you're going to, that you, that you're going to figure it out no matter what, um, if you're not able to discern good from bad, and most importantly, if you don't have the perseverance to just push on no matter what happens. So that is it for this podcast. Stay tuned for future episodes. And I will see you guys on the next one. Talk soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I believe that growing healthy probiotics is the most effective way to get more energy and lose weight. To help others learn how to do this, I put together my energy and fat loss blueprint. To download this blueprint, simply visit our website at beerdietproject.com. Beerdietproject.com.